Welcome back, guys. Welcome to another episode. We hope you had a good week. Hi, everybody. Mel here. I think really we should awesome. uh, introduce ourselves again because uh, we've gotten uh, again new some new mm-hmm. new followers. Mm-hmm. So I'm Ines. I'm Mel. I am the crochet person, and I'm the not so crochet person, but mostly behind the scenes and making sure everything works. Yeah, so she's the behind-the-scenes person, and I'm the one that crochets, so naturally, I am the one with lots of whips. <laughs> so today's is, is episode... That it's about today? Uh, yeah, that's today's episode is all about whips, as you can probably tell from the title. And this actually was supposed to be a quick question, mm-hmm. where I answered it alone, but I, I, honestly... I cannot make this a quick question. There's, there's no way in the world that this could be a quick question. There's just too much things to talk about with. There is right? so... This, I've never prepped for an episode before so quickly and filled up two full pages so quickly with before. With that much information. I don't even have space. Like, I'm squeezing notes into the little corners because I don't have space. <laughs> and wow. Should I be afraid to ask you, like, about your whips then? Because you're my business partner and because you're also sort of technically my boss, I'm a little bit afraid to tell you how many whips I have. Oh, I'm no. actually a little bit nervous uh, because I feel like this episode justifies why I should not be allowed to buy more yarn. Okay, so maybe later when I ask you like how many whips you have, I'm going to like guess. Okay, I'm going to okay. give a number and then hopefully I'm near that number. I, I, actually, I actually did count... Okay. I, actually, I did it in point form. So point I have form. three sections and I put three them Three sections? Yeah, and I put them in point form. Uh, I sort of filled up these three sections. Okay. And I counted just because there was an unbelievable amount of dots, like point form dots on my page. Uh, so <laughs> I will give you an answer. Okay, great. Okay. But, but, but before that, I wanted to talk about something that I saw on the news. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you know a little bit more about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to rephrase this... Uh, this news article is actually about how llamas could have a you uh, know a COVID cure, uh-huh, but uh-huh. I'm gonna name it as crochets that knitters save the world from COVID. <laughs> so, uh, and you're gonna explain to me in why? In breaking right? news, guys. Oh uh, no, actually, you have to explain that to me because I know you read the article, but I didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. All I saw was that llama blood could be used in some COVID vaccine, and immediately I hear llama and I think wool. <laughs> immediately, <laughs> and right? I think crochet immediately. Yeah. So I mean, normal people would think llama and like cute animal, but no, you think llama. No, I and think wool. crochet because <laughs> if it's got to do with a COVID vaccine, it means they're gonna breed lots of llamas, and what's gonna happen when they need right. to shave the llamas? It the goes to all the yik. yanis out there. Oh my god, no. Don't talk Anyways. A, don't, don't. Okay, okay so let's not go there tell right me, now. Tell me, how, tell me how we are going to save the world. <laughs> you guys, yeah, okay. How you guys are going to save the world, basically what they are saying is, in very simple terms, is that uh, llamas have uh, antibodies. Like in smaller, the blood? Yeah, smaller antibodies in, in, in the blood that's called nanobodies. And basically, they are, these antibodies are special because it binds very strongly with the COVID virus. Oh, yeah. okay, I see. Yeah. So, so they need to sort of breed llamas and then get the blood. Get their the antibodies. And what, and are, what in the world are they going to do with all that wool? <laughs> That's all you care about, right? That's all At I the care end of about. the day, and yeah. And come on, if more people crochet, they need to supply more wool and then the llamas, yeah. it's like two for one industry. That's, that's true. I mean, it goes like one, like full circle, right? And if you ever buy llama wool, you can proudly say that you contributed to saving, saving the world. Saving the world. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. So I'm pretty excited for that. 
Okay, sorry. I just something exciting that I wanted to talk about yeah. this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's jump back into it. And whips. Anyway, whips. For all the people who don't know what whips are. <laughs> I was just going to clarify that. <laughs> whips stand for work in progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Whips just basically mean how many items or what was the last episode? Objects. How many mm. objects you have mm-hmm. currently? UFOs. Okay, you know what? If you don't know what I'm talking about, just yeah, go watch our previous. Go watch episode. our previous. Yeah. Um, not watch. What oh, are we saying? Oh <laughs> go goodness. listen to our previous yeah, episode with all the the crazy crochet the jargon, jargons yeah. out there. Okay, so um, these will be all about whips and all about UFOs, mm-hmm. and I have. A lot. And now I want to say, before we jump into the real deeds of it, I want to preface this by saying that we are a crochet business. Yeah, yeah. It is my business to be making lots and lots of things. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it is my business to make products to sell, especially in crochet. So I should be allowed to include all of that under whips and sort uh, of have a good reason. Okay? okay, so all the products that I do for the website and the business is... Not yet included into this. Huh? Not list. yet included. No, they're not. I thought, I, I I thought you were go, like saying all this to give me like an excuse to saying like why you have so many because it's for the business. No, right? I left out all the business related crochet products. Oh my, okay. So these are the non well not business but the, like I left out all the non like for like your personal whips like actual products that we put to sell like finished pieces that I make mm-hmm. with the intention. Hey, finished pieces. Mm. I say pieces too. Mm-hmm. I, I don't just say baby or projects. I say pieces. So F F P. F. <laughs> so, okay. okay. So Sorry. I was saying, I don't. Um, the pieces that I make with the intention to sell that I put on the website mm-hmm. are packed separately away from there, and I consider that my business. So I don't count it towards count the whips. It in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. So I hope that can sort of excuse a little bit of. The number of whips I have Reduce today, the but number of you whips. wanted to guess, right? Can yeah. you guess the number? <sighs> Wait, let me guess yours. I should know, right? Because I'm the one that's sort of teaching you. Uh, is it just one? Not much to guess, yeah. It's just one. Okay, right, right. Now I'm extra nervous. Okay, what's your number for me? Uh, I was thinking probably around 10, maybe? Uh, that's maybe not too bad, yeah. 10 that's that I can 10 per category? Per category? Yeah, that's not what you're saying per category. <laughs> no, like 10 individual like whips in project. total. Yeah. In, in life right now. Yeah, in life right now. Uh, Wait, I, you're not going to give me the number now. In you, are, you are correct in a sense oh. that it's about, I say about, keyword about, 10 whips per category of different type of whips I have going on. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay so you, do you really want to know the final number? Yeah, definitely, yeah. It's 34 and counting. Th- 34? Th- yeah, 3, 4. How does anybody even have 34 whips? I, I can okay, explain. Okay, you know what? Let's, okay, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. I feel like this whole video might just be me making one big excuse about yeah. why I have so many whips. Yeah. But anyway, this actually was a question by one of you guys. So, oh. like I said, it was supposed to be a quick question, question. But no way, no way, no way. Yeah, I mean, she has 34 whips, guys. <laughs> okay, so... Um, I'm going to read what you, what she said. She wrote, Hi, I found your podcast a few days ago and I almost listened to all of them. I really like how informative they are and have learned a lot. However, I would really enjoy hearing more about your current personal projects pattern and pattern recommendations if possible. Wonderful, but 
horrible question because I will talk about my whips forever. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you guys are enjoying the podcast so far. Maybe that's the reason why she brought me in to kind of like um you know restrain her from like going over time. <laughs> and also because I want to know what your whips are too, right? Because I know of one that you're working on, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you have any others. Mm, okay. So do you wanna? Talk about yours first. Okay, yeah, mine will like be over in five minutes. Okay, I think the reason why I only have or at least work on one way at, at a time, uh-huh. I think that's like, I know how I do it. Uh, because I'm still a beginner and I think it's easier for me to work on one and be able to complete one. I feel right, like if right, I had right. more than one, I would... And, and plus, I'm not so... I'm not a person who is like so motivated and I get distracted <laughs> so easily, easily, you know what I mean? And, and also, I think that you... I mean like we introduce ourselves you sort of run the back end of the business yeah. so if you're busy crocheting there's nobody like collecting payment and <laughs> okay. checking yeah, my finances okay. yeah, and fair enough but uh, I mean I am doing this on my free time and uh, but I think in terms of like maybe personality wise I like to finish like start something and finish it to the end right, right. Um, and also I do too <laughs> okay and uh, and also because like if I feel like if I'm working on too many things, I forget what stitch I'm working oh, on. Oh, right. Okay, so I think okay. it's more of like a memory thing and right, I don't want yep, to yep. like, you know, forget uh, like what am I working on and like, you know, screw it up, screw the pattern up or something like that. I actually never forget what I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... No, now it's just something I'm realising because mm, you said that if you pick it back up, you might not remember what remember, you're doing yeah. and what. But as you're saying it, I'm trying to think, have I ever picked up a project and forgot the most I forget is what size hook I'm using if I don't write it down and I always say guys write everything down mm-hmm. and it's also advice that I'm struggling to take yeah, for myself yeah. or maybe because you have like 34 lips, you know <laughs> I have 34 sizes but there's no excuse though actually yeah. I should have written them out yeah, written them. them down yeah. you know put them in a proper zip lock I don't okay let's just straight up say they're everywhere so to prep for this episode I had to hold my notebook and a pen and walk around the house <laughs> and slowly go hmm, oh right here here's a whip and then I write yeah, it down. Yeah, so my question is, why are your whips all around the house? Well, because I separate the personal whips and the mm. the, the office whips. Mm-hmm. So, I have two main categories of whips, okay. under which there are three categories. Okay, so but my, my whip part is over already, right? We're going into yours now, oh, right? Oh, sorry, was yours not over? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that is over. Let's, let's go into yours. I am so hard. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. Would you like to continue with your whips? Well, maybe I want to add one more thing. Okay. Is that, um, I feel... That for me personally, uh, you crocheting mm-hmm. um, gets me motivated to crochet Aww. also. And I think that's important. With when, my 34 whips. Yeah, yeah. When you're trying to complete your whips, you know. Right, okay. Yeah. So when I crochet, yeah, like my makes you want to... C-A-L. My Kel. What's with me and the crochet jargons, my God? Oh, all right. For a moment, I went, Kel? Who's Kel? <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, my Kel. Okay. okay, anyways. Yeah, but I guess sometimes when I'm when I'm crocheting, you do you do sort of look over and go, you make me feel like yeah, crocheting. Yeah, I need to crochet too. now, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so thank you for finishing and I'm yes, sorry I'm for interrupting mm-hmm. you. But I I'm very excited to get into yeah, it. Yeah, let's get into it. And to be fair, you asked me a question, why are there whips all over the house? Yeah. Yeah. So um, so some of you know that I, I we converted a room in our home into a, a home studio. Mm-hmm. So this this big bedroom is now an office and it's where I work and all that. So I like to 
and because before this we were living in sort of a smaller house right yeah. a studio apartment where there were no separations between walls we can literally sit at the edge of our bed and touch like the kitchen sink so yeah, we can small yeah talk to each other from anywhere in the house yeah and in that kind of environment it's very hard to make some sort of separation between personal time and work time and mm. also as like a workaholic like me I'm always working yeah so when it comes to whips now in this house because we have separate rooms I tend to want to keep all my work related whips in the studio right so if I'm if I need to do a swatch and I'm working on it I and I'm not completed for the day I leave it in the studio and then I come into the studio the next day to work on it mm. whereas whips that I'm doing for myself that are personal projects that nobody's going to see I'm not even going to take pictures and post on Instagram yeah. those I feel okay to be in the living room and crochet so, so like it, the bedroom and oh all in that, the yeah. bedroom yeah, because yeah. it sort of gives me that mental separation you know working for yourself in your own business there is no there is no limit on your time there's no one to regulate yeah, your correct. timing yeah. and I don't want to generate a habit where if I'm crocheting, I'm crocheting all over the house and there's no separation whether I'm crocheting on the mm. couch or crocheting in the studio. Yeah. And it also, also helps because, you know, we've got two kids around with us and if they see that I'm crocheting in the studio, they know that this, working, this is yeah, work, work time. time yeah. Yeah. And when I'm outside, I'm outside, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I guess it's also, it also gives you like a different kind of mindset when you're crochet working or you're yeah, crocheting that's like, right. so when I'm you know, crocheting, leisurely. Out in the living room or in the bedroom, I usually don't have anything with me. I'm not prepped for it. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I just grab something and I, I start crocheting. So I've got a project that's ongoing, like mm. a couple of projects. I don't think about what I'm doing. If I make a mistake, I don't really care. I'll just, you know, mi- mistake over it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Or if I frog, I don't care about doing it correctly. If I miss a stitch, I'm not concerned. I don't even count <laughs> what I'm doing. Wow, okay. <laughs> Whereas the projects that I do in the studio yeah. are very, I'm very meticulous with it yeah. I write everything down I'm in front of the computer mm. I'm noting things down I'm putting stitch markers here yeah. and there everywhere yeah. different frame of mind yeah. yeah I'm checking I'm double checking you know I'm asking mm. for opinion from you yeah. as well experimenting a lot things like that yeah, yeah so that's the two kinds of whips like personal whips and project whips now under that there is another subcategory which can be applied to both which is fix frog or finish fix frog finish yeah okay so it's three different kinds of whips that i have pending in the and Uh, my whips are in a basket so what you're saying is uh your 34 whips can be categorized into this three yeah this is a separate category Uh, altogether my 34 whips i've got like 10 or about 10 per category so Uh, i've got 10 fixes 10 10 frogs frogs. i see yeah and i've included more a more a list of a more personal projects there's nothing to do with crochet it's got to do with my other artistic work and I sort of added it as okay. a little bonus. Okay. And that is also inclusive of the 30, 34. And all this 34 is in one big basket. Uh, I mean, no, yeah, not like all, all over the place. Not yes. all, yeah, they're over the place. So, okay, let's, let's stop rambling and let me really jump right in. So, my three categories, again, like I said, fix, frog, and finish. So, basically, it's things that I need to fix. Either there is a mistake with it, either I don't like it, mm. or I hate it, or something. Uh-huh. Um, and I know I need to, you know, alter or amend. Mm, or, or probably have to research a little bit more yeah, about or, first. Or if I'm stuck in a little bit, I just need to fix it somehow. I don't entirely want to frog it. It's mm. not a it's not a toad, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But I I don't like it in its current state. Okay. So that could be under a fix. Okay. Now frog are things that I've done and I absolutely hate. Like finish? No, right. I mean, obviously these uh, are work in progress. It may or may not be finished. Okay. okay. So like. 
for example, like I've got a headband that I did that I really, really hate because it's in the wrong material. It's done, the ends are sewn in, it's secured, it's ready to go. But I, just something about the material I really don't like. So it goes in the frog section. Do you find that you are kind of immune to the pain of frogging things already because you do it so often? Every time I see you frog something, especially when it's complete, uh-huh. like I have a bit of, uh, you know, in my heart, <laughs> even though I'm not the one that, that's doing it. I guess because... I hate it. <laughs> ah, right. okay. And when I hate something, like a a, pro- a project specifically, if I hate it, keeping it brings me more <laughs> pain. More pain. You I know, see. Okay, I understand. Yeah. The act of frogging and destroying it brings uh-huh. me so much joy. <laughs> okay. Especially if it's something I don't like. What 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 am I gonna do with it? Yeah, it's that's just true. sitting around the house giving me like every time I look at it I go, Oh my god, okay, what am <laughs> yeah. I gonna do with that? It's yarn that I've already used. Mm. Um, and frogging a completed finished work, I obviously have to like waste some of the yarn. Mm-hmm. I probably have to cut some away and I won't be able to salvage the whole Everything, thing in one yeah. nice piece. But at least it's it's like 90% of the yarn I get back. That's true. So the idea of getting back 90% of yarn mm. sort of outweighs the pain of frogging. Mm. Okay, fair enough, yeah. It's only, I think I only really feel pain when I do a project that I really like for a customer and then she changes her mind halfway and uh, then I have to undo it. Right. You know? And so like, that's 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 really the only times where I'm sad about frogging. Frogging something. Okay, okay. But I, I get what you mean because when you frog something, yeah, I feel sad. <laughs> and it's not even my project, like you said. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, it's the other way around. I think it's the idea of looking onto somebody destroying a work that yeah. you know they put man hours into it. Yeah. So, okay, so that's frog. Mm-hmm. And then I have finished. So these are things that I like where it's going. I just haven't found the time to do it all. Or, or maybe I'm in the process of doing it. Okay. But it's not... Um, it's, it's nothing that I want to frog or Is there like that a I want to fix. bulk of your whips that goes into this category? Uh, not really, actually. <laughs> I think a few. bulk of them goes into the fix and frog. Okay, okay. Let me jump into it. I have a list. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Long list. Long, long, long list. Okay, so let's talk about my fixes first. Um, I'm just going to literally go down the list, okay? I have a bunch of dream catches that I'm making. Hmm. And... I've added tassels to the bottom of these dream catches, but I don't like the way the tassels look. Mm. Um, and also because the yarn, I use acrylic yarn for this. And so the tassels don't have that weight to sort of pull Doesn't down fall nicely. down nicely. Yeah, uh-huh. so I want to kill the feathers, uh, kill the, um, tassels. the tassels and mm. add feathers instead. The only oh. problem is that I have to make these feathers. Right, right. So I individual feathers, yeah. Individually, maybe like five, uh, maybe like three... Probably five. Mm. So I need to fix it by cutting away the tassels and adding on feathers. Mm, okay. Uh, the next fix is a... I've got a peplum top. Uh, it's a spaghetti top, mm. all black. And it just under the bust section, it flares out into like a peplum. Mm. So it's like... um, it, it, Like a wavy sort of... Yeah, correct. Yeah. And I've actually finished this, but I found that the peplum is a little bit too short. And mm. with the particular pants I want to wear it with, mm. it... It just, it doesn't cut me nicely and I think I need to extend the peplum. Yeah, I think that's the thing with clothes, right? You kind of, it's like a very slow yeah, process. Yeah, it's like an ongoing process. Yeah. So that's something that I have to, to fix. fix. Yeah, mm. I need to increase the length of the pe- peplum. But this yarn is in a skine, which means I have to de-skine it and wind it to a ball. And all that uh. is sort of like putting me off. And, and as, 
as it is in this moment, it's a functioning top. Yeah. I can wear it out. Mm. So it's not high on my priority list. Uh, although it's high on my I want to do it for myself guess, list. Yeah, this is the reason why whips stay as whips, right? Yeah, you know, you're yeah. not so motivated to like get back on it because yeah, yeah there's something else that's always like a higher priority than that. And there are also a bunch of like bits bits and bobs that need uh, that are completed like swatches for example that mm-hmm. needs the end sewn in mm-hmm. or they need to be uh, categorised yeah. um, so I'm on a mission right currently to create as many swatches in as many different stitches as I can yeah. just so that I have a library of stitches yeah, with yeah. me and find some way to file it up because I also teach classes so when I'm talking to people about different stitches, it's easier to pull out a bunch of swatches and go, yeah. oh, look at this. It's already done this. and yeah. all that, yeah. Rather than having to go and look up photos. Because when mm. you're teaching, it's not really the same to see a photo as opposed to an a actual finished, thing, yeah. finished swatch in front of you. Yeah. So I have a bunch of swatches, but you know, the especially if you change colours, and I do, um, all the tails need to be sewn in and that's, that's such a, oh my God, just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I just, know. So I have that. And under fix, I have a couple of baskets also that I've done the base, but okay. maybe I don't like the sizing and I want to fix it. Or I didn't, you know, I didn't create a proper... It's not to the height there. Basically, mm. I just said something about it I don't like, whether it's mm. in the material or not. And some of these things, if I really take the time to look at it, mm. I may end up frogging it. But right. as of now, because I haven't decided, it's in the fix section. <laughs> I see. Okay, then I have... um. I have a little doggy toy for whiskey. Uh. It's an amigurumi doggy bone. Mm. As of now, it looks very obscene because I've only, only done half one. done, is it? Yeah, and I don't like it's starting to look very phallic <laughs> because it's got two of the knobbly bits at the end and a long shaft coming up from it. And Why is it not going to the frog section? I don't, don't know yet. feel that it needs to to be frogged yet. Okay. I just maybe need to make the ball section not look so ball-ish. Ball-ish. Okay, got it. Yep. <laughs> and I have to make the other half and I can't decide whether I want to do it or not. So before I can decide, mm-hmm. it stays in the fix section. Okay. <laughs> so to me, sometimes frogging things is also a fix. And then I have um, a couple of crochet face masks oh. in the fix section which are pending me sewing a a. a a fabric lining to the back oh, of it. Oh, like the filter-ish. Like the yeah. filters, yeah. Because crochet face mask on its own doesn't provide yep, any yep. sort of protection for yep. anyone, right? Mm. So I'm still waiting. I've done a few. Uh, I've got a pink one and a grey one and I just haven't found the time to template them and, yeah. you know, like, attempt to wash it first and then, you yeah, know, sew in the straps and whatnot. Yeah, not just like one-step crochet and you're done. It's like yeah, it's two, so three-step process. Maybe I should also also explain that all my projects are like multi-step and yeah. I like to combine things so it's not just crochet alone it's crochet with something else Right. so a lot of these whips are whether like for example like crochet tops uh-huh. I probably need to add a button here or a mm. button there that it's just not done because the until fact the that button is on it's not complete it's not complete yeah. yeah and I I like to crochet right and I want a finished product but I also like having like mixed media I like to add different things like yeah leather, like the what. hardware and all that but yeah. to me once the crochet section is done in my head is done <laughs> <laughs> Although it's not really done, so I can't technically really call it a finished project. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's that's why my fixes are so much. <laughs> okay, fair um, enough. There's something else too that I'm kind of ashamed to admit, but it's my virus shawl that I've been talking about uh. all through the, all throughout these episodes. Yeah. So I think we started this podcast like four four months ago, I think. Yeah, around there. And I first mentioned this like early, early on in the first, second episode, and it's still not done, guys. <laughs> so it's almost done. It's 
basically one row from finishing and uh, I ran out of yarn in the middle of the final row. So I have half a row left to do. Ah, oh, I see. It's just, it's so little, but it's, it's like so close yet so far. I don't really want to rewind a new ball just for that little bit. All my tails are still hanging out. I've got a stitch marker smack in the middle of this shawl, but I'm I using see. it. I use it every day still with all the ends, <laughs> all the hanging tails. Hanging everywhere, yeah. Hanging out and it still feels comfortable and like I've come to accept it as it is. <laughs> Yeah, I guess like my question would be, what, like, how do you get motivated to get back on these projects then? Like you say, it's like you're not that far away, you're almost there to get it complete, like, you know, how do you motivate I, yourself to get, get back on it? If I knew, maybe I wouldn't have so many whips. <laughs> but, okay. I guess it has to come to a point, so okay, so for this virus shawl in particular, if I'm, hap- if I'm sitting, because this virus shawl is draped over my office chair, Right, so mm-hmm. I'm sitting in front of my computer on the chair, and this driver's shot is draped behind me. So if I happen to be trying to export a video, or say maybe export a, a podcast episode, and that takes a little, like a minute or so, like sixty seconds, I might during that time, uh, just sew in one end and then I cut see. that one end. It's like well, whichever whip is like the nearest to you, you, just grab it and like start crocheting. Yeah, and if it's sewing in the end, it's it's you know it's no commitment at all. Yeah, yeah. It's it's on the chair that I'm sitting on. Yeah, I'll it's just, just there, yeah. Yeah, and the moment the video or the podcast or the information that I'm trying to download onto the internet, it downloads and it goes, bring and download complete. I just throw the whip away. <laughs> I mean, not throw it away, but throw it to the side and yeah. I just focus back on what I'm mm-hmm, actually doing. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, just sewing the ends is really just like an afterthought. Right. <laughs> and it's funny because it's got a stitch marker hanging out of it. Like, it's a pink shawl and it's a blue stitch marker, so it's very obvious. Yeah, and yeah, I did yeah. I did that deliberately. To so remind that, yourself that it's still incomplete, right? Yeah, but I mean, I love it with its, you know, incomplete sides. With and the little stitch markers the hanging I mean, in there. Uh-huh. Sometimes a tail or two might tickle me, but I can oh live my. with that. <laughs> okay, and okay, one last fix. I've mm-hmm. got, um,. I've got a couple of keychains okay. in feathers. So you know the crochet feathers I said I wanted to do for the dream catchers? Yep. I also make these little feathers for to sell mm, on the website because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. pretty popular with the kids. Um, and I like to change colours. So a lot of these feathers have colours that are not changed. So when it's time for me to change a colour and it's if I'm bored stop. of it, I just stop. Halfway. So it's like half of a feather. It's half of a feather, yeah. So right. then I throw it into this basket of things that I can, you know close my eyes uh-huh. and pick something and that would be uh-huh. the project I complete that day. Oh. If it happens to be a feather, then I'll okay. complete the So feather. I guess your whips are kind of like a mixture of like really big projects mixed with like some small mini projects here and there. Yeah, and it's the small projects that kill me, man. Mm. I really hate the small projects. Mm. They're fast to finish, but it's like... It doesn't give me any... Satisfaction of Yeah, it doesn't give me any like sense of like... Yes, like I finished it, you know, there's no like gratification. Uh-huh. It's just like, okay, I gotta churn this out, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my fix section. Mm. Now let's talk about my frog section. Okay. So these are things that I really, I'm gonna frog them so I know that it's at the end of its life cycle. Okay. It maybe even hasn't even had a chance to live, but I'm gonna kill it already. <laughs> wow, so okay. I'm just gonna, you know, gloss over this section really quickly because I'm not that interested to talk about yeah, my frogging yeah. things. Um, so I've got a couple of swatches to frog. 
Okay. And these are swatches that maybe I've done and you know, because I am not so good at documentation, sometimes I redo the swatches. Mm. That, and so then, this is like a duplicate? Yeah, and so as I'm in the middle of it, then I, re- I realise that, doesn't this feel familiar? <laughs> and then I stop and then I look into my basket and go, ah, okay, I've done okay, this before. Okay, okay I'm yep. going to frog it. But then, yep. what do I do now, right? And they're not connected to a ball or anything. It's just spare yarn. Mm. So because it's spare yarn, I can just toss it into the basket and go, ah, oh, okay, you know what? I've done this before. I'm not going to do it again. I'm annoyed now. I'm not even going to touch it. I'm going to throw it into the basket. <laughs> this, okay, this would be a frog, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I've just collected an insane amount of swatches mm. to, and, and the thing is, I don't feel a motivation to do it because this is spare yarn. It's, yeah. it's the ends of... It's not like you can use it for something I can't, else. Well, yeah, what can I use yeah. it for? You know, it's probably like yeah. five meters or... Oh. You know, it's like yeah. really, really short ends. Mm. And what am I going to do with them? Yeah, and, and it's quite a hassle to frog things, actually. It is. And they then, and then they tangle. And so until I know what I want to do with it, I try not to frog it. Because <laughs> what if I frog and it tangles? Mm. And then I just have to throw it away anyway. And the whole purpose of frogging is so that yeah. I don't have to throw and waste things. And they're all different yarn weights. Oh, yeah. So it's not like I can combine them and yeah, do something true. with yeah. them. So. so I have those. Okay. Um, there are also other swatches that are like test pieces. Okay. Uh, so pieces that I do for my uh, for, for work that I put up on, on my website to sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final product that you see is probably like the 6th or 7th edition right. of it. So yeah. the first piece, the second modification that I do, the third, fourth, all these pieces need to be frogged. Yeah. And these are complete pieces with the end sewn in and maybe they have been tested a couple of times. So yeah. it's not so easy to just pull on the tail and frog it. Yeah, these, that's true. They yeah. need to be cut. Mm. They need to be rewound, you know. And so it's sort of like a hassle. And if I know that they're test pieces... I'm not going to use them. Mel's not going to use them. Yeah. They're I mean, the that's fr- the reason why they're test pieces, right? Yeah, and they're in a frog section. Every now and then, I might go into a frog section and see, wait, urgent, I need a bottle holder like right now because I'm leaving the house this instant. Then I might go into the, you know, frog section, <laughs> pick out a test piece that I've yeah, done. Yeah. Actually, I've done that before, so yeah. Yeah, and use it and then just when I'm done, just throw it back in here. Yeah, yeah. You know, ultimately, if I do that enough times, I could probably come to a point where I'll just throw it away. Or sometimes, you know, um, going through the the, the frog um, pieces, yeah, right? Yeah. We actually find something that can be used as a doggy toy. Yeah, like uh, a toy, yeah. Yeah, or like a tech, like a poo and tech toy for whiskey. And then, yeah. you know, so we don't actually waste it, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, then there are like pieces I've made doing classes. Mm. So like uh, little swatches or little sample pieces that I make during a crochet class right. where I need to, you know, do up a sample very quickly and sort of explain things. I see. At the end of these classes, I, wa- I need to be able to frog this yeah, sort, yeah, yeah. sort of set of things if they don't take it back. So right. if they take it back, then okay, that's good for me. There's nothing for me to frog. <laughs> yeah. But if they don't, then it goes into that basket. Right. And I teach lots of classes, so yeah. you can imagine. So it does pile up, yeah. It does. Uh, there's also a couple of finished products like for example a couple of headbands and a couple of crochet scrunchies that I've done oh okay that I just don't like the way it feels so I mentioned the headband earlier it's a really nice pretty grey you know like variegated tweed wool looking yarn but it's so scratchy and oh. it's, it's acrylic it's not cotton I see so it doesn't feel comfortable and it sort of pricks yeah pricks me a little <laughs> so bit so after using it then you realise it's probably not the best material for this yeah and I don't quite like it so I'm mm. gonna frog it it's just that like I said it's a finished product the ends are sewn in and everything and yeah. it's, it's, it's a hassle the same with the scrunchie I made it a bit too tight so I can't quite twist my hair up properly right so they go in the frog and it's 
they're honestly the test pieces. They were mm. originally test pieces mm. that I've used for a little while and realized that yuck, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, I also have a couple of ribbons that I have attached to rubber bands. So when mm. I tie my hair, it's got a crochet ribbon hanging down. Right. I use the wrong material for that. It's oh. too stiff. It doesn't have enough drape. So okay. those are getting frogged as well. Uh, oh, and I also have one crochet top. Mm. It's uh, it's not in the frog basket. It's hanging in my studio, but I hate it so much. Um, this material, I can't quite just frog it just, you know, on any random day because my dad actually got this material for me. And it's a really nice bamboo viscose cotton. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really good material. It's just that I made the crochet top too large. I, as usual, didn't swatch. Mm. I didn't do a swatch before I started. I didn't measure myself. I didn't account for the amount of stretch this fabric right, had. So right. the, the positive ease went from one inch to six inch. So it's, see. it's so... And it's a spaghetti top, right? It's uh, so yeah. big. You can't really have a big Lucy spaghetti top, it right? It just... It literally just falls right off me. It doesn't even stay on my shoulders. Okay, we need to frog that one. <laughs> yeah, but it has to be done very carefully. Uh, because of the material. Because the material is so precious. I've only got one skein per colour. And I use it up entirely in that. So I'm yeah. sort of afraid that if I don't do it properly, mm. um, I may not have enough yarn to do anything with it after, after that. After that, right, right. Yeah, so I'm a little bit concerned about yeah. that. So I've sort of... It's hanging in my wardrobe, my, my studio wardrobe, because I'm just, you know, contemplating what I want to do with it. If I really want to frog it, do I just want to leave it? Do I really... Do maybe I should just take a photo of it, put it up, and let people, you know, contact me to customise their own. Yeah, I guess that's the... This is like what you're explaining is the process you need to go through for every single one of your whips to yeah, decide yeah. whether it actually goes to, like... In your case, a fix or a, a fix frog, or frog pile, yeah, you know, or yeah. a finished pile, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, just because it's currently in the frog pile or the finish or the fixed pile, it doesn't mean it's gonna stay there. You know, like I said, to to fix something could also mean just to frog it. That could be the answer. Yeah. So it might go. Or other times when I come back to it, like a month or to be more honest, like a year later, <laughs> something in the frog pile. I could look at it and go, actually, this is finished. Mm. This could be a toy for whiskey. Okay, yeah, then yeah. it goes into the finish, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, okay, so that's that's my frog. I don't really want to talk too much about my <laughs> frog pile. So let's talk about finished pile. This is the one that I'm excited for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's all the exciting projects I have in the moment that I don't feel are going to go into the fix of frog anytime soon. Yeah. So... Let's start with, I've got a couple of tops, just as an overview of them. I've got a couple of tops, a couple of cardigans, Mm. a lot of clothes, a lot of wearables. And these are my current, I've been really into making uh, wearable crochet lately. I forgot to mention that my one and only whip is uh, wearable as well, is a cardigan. So basically, when I talk (laughs) about, okay, let's talk about that, okay. It's a cream tweed wool cardigan in the lemon peel stitch that's mine yep. and Mel is making the exact same yeah. thing but in grey tweed that's wool that's why I say you're my crochet partner in this you know? yeah and so it's this is like our little challenge to each other Yeah. every time I crochet you know we sort of compare it to each other like where are you at now yeah, like, how, how many, many balls, balls have, you, have, you, <laughs> have you used up this is a very competitive household <laughs> and so 
uh, we will have at the end of this project we will have the exact same sweater but in mm-hmm. different colours yeah I can't wait I can't wait too because I think that the grey tweed the dark grey really dark yeah. grey is it yeah. suits you so well yeah. I really and, like the colour and the light cream one is yeah. I, I really like that colour and I think the only way that I'm catching up to you is because you have 34 whips <laughs> you know in progress and I only have one I guess that says something about me too right despite yeah. having 34 whips mm-hmm. I still am at a level that you know you are at <laughs> <laughs> you mean what it says about me uh? <laughs> so that's one of the projects that we're doing um, it's uh, this tweet was actually quite thin it's like a, maybe a, a a DK like no it's like more like a sport baby weight mm. so it's uh, what size hook are you using? 4 okay yeah that's like me so I'm using a size 4 hook too but it's it's actually it should be a size 3 hook oh okay but I want it to have a really nice drape to it so it's going to be like a a butt length kimono yeah, cardigan yeah. kind of thing so it's going to be longer yeah. and uh, I can't wait for mine and because the lemon peel stitch is sort of textured, I think it lends so well to the look yeah. of tweet wool. Yeah. So that so that's one. So all we right now we just really we just started it. I'm almost finishing my second ball. Really? Yeah. No way, I just started my second ball. Yeah, you got a lot of catching up to do then. But yeah, because we just started it, right? Mm. I I feel like it's not top priority. Mm. Because I've got another project that I'm almost I'm I'm so close to completion. Which one I'm, is that? The C to C cardigan, the oh, grey one. Yeah, so, yeah, okay, yeah. let's move on. So, we have that cream tweed wool cardigan that I'm currently working on. Mm-hmm. And then I have another crochet cardigan also that's a long, like, butt length. <laughs> Is there any other word I can use <laughs> apart from butt length? No, waist down. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... Below the waist. Uh, above the knee. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to stick with butt length. You guys know what I'm saying. So it's a C to C... It's a cardigan built up in C to C. So it's a back panel, two front panels and sleeves, right? So I've done the back panel. I've done the two front panels. I've attached them on. Mm. I've done the 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 trim at the bottom. Right, in right. In the uh, half double front loops only... Um, trim at the bottom mm-hmm. now I'm building the trim along the, the front of the cardigan mm-hmm. and it has no sleeves yet so I just need to finish that trim and add the sleeves and then. add the sleeves the only problem is not not that it's a problem but the only reason I'm procrastinating is because it's du- it's two colours yeah it's because it's C to C right so the design ends on the diagonal um, and so the trim that I'm making needs to sort of match the diagonal the lines colour, across right. and the colour so I've got like three little bobbins of yarn that are attached. So I'm using bobbins for this. I use three different bobbins so that I can put in different colours at different sections. Oh. So that's taking a little bit of a time because it's I've got three different balls attached to it at any one time. Wow, okay. I see. And it's just a matter of getting it done because the uh, the cuff, it's really just a plain single crochet border. Mm-hmm. And then the sleeves, I have to do it too. I don't think I'm making too long of sleeves, probably just uh, at my elbow. Right. So that should be really quick. And yeah, then I'll be done, just sewing the ends and it's done. So yeah. I'm so close to completion. So for that Do you reason, have enough yarn for that? For that? I have more than enough oh, yarn. I've budgeted okay. more than enough yarn for this. So okay, that's I'm, good. I'm quite happy. It's just that it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And because I can't just take it out, work on it for five minutes and put it back. Yeah, yeah, Because it's for got sure. bobbins attached to yeah. it, right? 
Um, and if you guys don't know what bobbins are, they're basically little balls of yarn that you attach to your work at different sections, especially when you're working with colour play yeah. or changing a lot of colours that are not necessarily in rows. Mm. Uh, where you build, when you change colours in like different sections, you want, really want to focus on using one ball of yarn for one section and another ball of yarn in another section, even yeah. though they're all, you know, going to be part of the same project. Yeah. So bobbins work that way. So this one has got like three bobbins, like I said. So it's, if I take it out to work on it, it's an investment of time. Yeah, yeah. You it's, kind of have to plan it, right? I not only need to plan for the time involved, I need to plan for the space involved. <laughs> yeah, you and, need your bobbins to be like allocated nicely. Yeah, and this, this I can't just put it in my lap. This yeah. this sweater has to be laid out on, on a flat surface and yeah. I, I move myself around <laughs> it to crochet basically. Yeah. So that's one. Um, I'm also working on another crochet top. It's okay. like a crop top. And it's a French-inspired crochet crop top. It's going to be navy blue with thin white stripes going across it. And wow. the bottom third will be red. Okay, have you and started like on this? Top. Yeah, really? I've, done the oh. first, I've done the first white stripe. Okay, okay. Uh, and it's a it's in a baby soft acrylic. So oh. it's really nice and, and comfortable. And this one, I'm going to count this as two whips. Because... My best friend wants the exact same top as me in a different colour. Oh, so you're doing it uh, for her as well? Yeah, so I'm okay, doing okay. one for myself and I'm going to replicate that in the colours that she wants. Okay, yeah, then it's, it is two whips. It's yeah. two whips, which I haven't started that yet because I'm going to experiment on mine. First. Yeah, because it's um, I'm using the linked double crochet stitch. Okay. The only problem is that I'm finding that the linked double crochet stitch gives me a very fat stitch. Mm. So I'm considering... Ripping it out. I mean, I'm not too far along that it feels like a frog. It's just, you know, a couple of rows. Mm -hmm. I'm probably on like row five, maybe. Mm -hmm. So I'm like super new into that. Um, so you, I mean, you I have to try... I might frog that and use a, a larger hook size. Ah, okay. So I'll experiment and when that's done, then I'll recreate that same thing in... In, in a um, second, in yeah, the second, second piece for my best friend. Hmm. Um, then I have the I have a scarf going on at the moment for no other reason apart from the fact that it was really pretty yarn. <laughs> and I know that I want a scarf for myself. I've got two two shawls, triangle shawls that I've made. Yep. But I don't quite yet have a scarf, a personal scarf mm -hmm. for myself. So I have a grey. Um, it's colour changing grey yarn but also variegated. Right. So it colour changes from light grey to uh, from dark like a medium dark grey to light grey with uh, variegated with a little bit of white streaks and black streaks mm. in between so it's so pretty looking. I can't wait to see the finished product for this one. I can't wait too you know and yeah. so far what I'm doing I really like I'm, do I'm using the C to C stitch but it's so thin. This yarn is so thin. I'm using a 2mm crochet hook. 2mm? So the C2Cs are so small. They look like oh. mini C2Cs, but they're actually regular ones. <laughs> so cute. It's just that the hook size is so small. Right, right. So it's taking me a little time to build up. Mm. I've already completed, or rather, I've just completed my first corner. And okay. I'm just now starting to build up in height with my C2C. So I'm closing one side and opening one side mm -hmm. as I go along. So I am not giving myself a timeline for this. Yeah. This would be those one of those TV projects. Right. That um so Mel and I are currently binging on the Lost series. Yeah. And uh, this is something I do when I, I I'm gonna call it my Lost Scarf. <laughs> Your Lost at Scarf. The end of it. So that's another project that I'm working on. Okay. Um I have a blue cardigan that is has been half done for the past uh 
since Mel started her Granny Square sweater. Oh, Your yeah. Granny Square crochet Okay, then it's quite, quite some time back already, I think. Yeah, do you remember along, around that time, I started a Granny Square cardigan too yes, yes. for myself it's a light baby blue it's made in oh, my yeah, yeah, yeah. it's made in our own house brand of yarn yes I remember you know house of yarn um, and it's because I have a blue and white dress mm. that I wanted a cardigan to match I think that's the reason why you suggested for me to do granny square yeah because I was doing a granny yeah. square and yeah. this is the this is the solid granny square mm. it's not the regular one The not the Clusters Granny Square. Okay. So it's taking a while, and <laughs> actually Granny Squares um, projects are quite tedious. I feel tired just thinking about <laughs> it already. It's the, it's the connecting of yeah, the Granny Squares I right. hate. You know because yeah. I'm connecting them with the slip stitch back loops only. Mm-hmm. So I put you know I pick up the back loop of one, I pick up the back loop of the other one. Yeah. Then I pull my yarn through them both and I slip stitch to close in the middle. Yeah. So it's so tedious I because know. you pick up literally like uh, stitch yeah. by stitch. I think initially I wanted my granny square to be like a lot bigger and longer but you when, stopped because Yeah, I was like, okay, you know what? This is enough. <laughs> yeah, it's just so tedious. The only reason is there is uh, just thinking about it. Okay, I'm not going to frog it. I'm too far along. Yeah, yeah. My back panel is already done. I've done one or two squares of the front panel already. Mm. But, you know, maybe I'll just bonnet sleeves. <laughs> Sleeveless. <laughs> if I'm desperate enough for it. No, but the whole point of getting a cardigan is because this dress is a spaghetti top dress. Okay, yeah, okay, I understand that. And yeah. I want to keep my shoulders protected from the sun. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So. Yeah. And I guess in Singapore weather, it's, it's okay to have it sleeveless, right? No, but what's the point then if I can't protect my shoulders and my arms <laughs> from the sun? Okay. So maybe a short know, sleeve then. Yeah, I'll I'll probably yeah. do a short sleeve yeah. one. You know, I, at some point I probably have will have no choice. You know, like I just want I just want it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have e another a handbag. I have handbag. a handbag in my to finish pile. It's a green. Well, it's like chunky yarn. It's like a green rope, basically. Okay. And I'm building it up in the mesh stitch. Wow. And it's folded into the shape of a plastic bag. So if you ever go to the store, you know how plastic bags look like those, you know, the ones that kill in the people. Kill. Like supermarket kind of bag? Yeah, the ones that kill all the animals in the ocean. <laughs> right, right. Where the bottom is sort of folded inwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm doing that exact same one. So it's pretty cute. Oh, it's just wow. that it's pretty big. And the mesh stitch isn't the most like complicated stitch on the block so it's like boring to me ah right <laughs> I, I need something that's a little bit it's gonna motivate because right now I'm so not motivated it's yeah. just a matter of just putting one one damn stitch after yeah, another yeah 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 you'd rather do like another one of your whips right I'd rather pick up another whip that's yeah. more challenging to me like the lemon peel so what is incomplete about this handbag uh one handle Huh, that's it? Yeah, just one handle. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> it's like all these whips I'm so close to finishing. Yeah, I just, it just sounds like a 5% like I know, it's more. always it's always that final stretch, right? It's, yeah. It's like what what do they say? It's like right when you give up, that's you turn the corner and that's your oh, million dollar price. Maybe now that I know, um, I, I would oh, probably no. like you know, every day I'm like, uh, what about your handbag today? <laughs> this this is why I was nervous <laughs> to tell you because I've got so many whips. Yeah, that are what so about close. your sleeves today? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. I have nothing to say. You're absolutely <laughs> correct. Okay, is there more on the Yeah, finish? I've got uh I've got one more crochet in item in my finished pile mm-hmm. and that's my uh crochet flower board. 
Oh yeah, yes, the floorboard. Yeah, it didn't occur to you, right? Because no, it's no, no. sitting outside in the living room. Yeah, tucked away into a corner. Yeah, so, but I, you know, I, I mean, I see it every day. Yeah. So basically, what I'm working on is a huge. It's a really huge wooden, uh, MDF board, hmm. and I have engraved, sort of like done an outline of my logo on it. So the two interlocking, semi-interlocking C's that stand for Crooked Crochet, those C's are made out of red roses, crochet roses. Mm -hmm. And the background will be green leaves. And when I'm done, you won't be able to see any of the wood because it will be entirely covered Covered in crochet. crochet. Mm -hmm. And it's really big and it's really heavy. It's like, it comes up to, you know, if I'm standing up, it's like a meter, it's a meter high. Yeah, yeah. And like 60 centimeters why it's really it's like a 60 by 40 inches piece yeah yeah so it's very very big and it's very heavy i've done i finished the seas in the red flowers yeah, it's kind of like uh the background that needs to be complete it's the million and one green leaves, leaves yeah in like the million and one shades of green that i need to do and the idea that i want it to be so intricate yeah yeah i have you know, stupidly started like seven different leaves templates. <laughs> yeah. And I can't like, you know, change it now. Otherwise it looks, you know, funny. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. I have like four different greens that I've isolated yeah. for this project in particular. This is definitely one whip that I'm excited to see complete though. Yeah, I am yeah. too actually. And yeah. that, that actually is the whip that's on my mind actually. Mm. So once so... We are currently in the middle of a website rebrand where we are cleaning up the website and yeah. getting it redesigned and all that. And so when once that is done, remember we had this conversation over dinner? I said that once that, that our website is settled, I'm then going can, to like go hard on, yeah, my, on, my, on this that, yeah. flower board whip. Yeah. And um, if you want to know what it looks like, head over to our Instagram at CookItCrochetSG. I post updates uh, every so often that I do. <laughs> and like, what stage is it at now? I'm just, it's just the flowers, man. It's just one flower after another. Yeah. It's so boring. <laughs> I can't, maybe you should help me do more. Yeah, more yeah, leaves. yeah. Maybe like every day I can do like one or two, you know. Yeah. And yeah, that's my finished pile. I do have a different kind of whip that I didn't mention though. It's the whips that haven't begun to become whips yet. You mean have not even started yet? Yeah, like it's in your started. head? Yeah, it's the mental whips. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not include those yet. I'm sure you have like a thousand and one things you want to start no, on. No, but it's it's something it's it's pending on my mind, mm. something to do. I'm and these okay, this list, I could start it like any moment. You know, okay, so my question is like when do you like have like know when to like stop or like control yourself? Like with whips? Well, yeah, when is there too many whips? I have thirty four. I clearly don't know how to control myself <laughs> with whips. <laughs> so okay, but let me explain why, right? Um I have certain uh, Ziploc baggies, like huge like jumbo Ziploc mm-hmm. bag size, like the five quarts kind of Ziploc right, right. sizes yep. um, that I fill with like bulk yarn. So maybe in that one Ziploc or the, you know, bag, yeah, yeah. I've got maybe four or five or sometimes six balls of yarn. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't touched it. It's still in like the bullet skein or the skein or the ball. Mm-hmm. And I don't touch it because I know what it's going to be. Right, like you bought that yarn for that purpose. Yeah, and so this yarn, it's in a Ziploc baggie because it's isolated from the rest of my other yarn, which is sort of up for grabs for customers or whatever not. So these yarn in the Ziploc baggies are sort of separated away that I know they are going to be something. I just maybe haven't decided, you know, what stitch I'm going to use, what hook size, or sometimes it could, like this could, either be this or either be that. Yeah, so they stay in the bag until Until you're ready to... Until I know what I'm doing, yeah. 
but to me that's still weird because I look at it every okay. day and I go I know that this is going to be something okay. I know that I want a cardigan out of this <laughs> right. I know that I want a, you know, a skirt out of this yeah. I know I yeah, want a yeah, scarf yeah. So your unstarted whips is uh, in the Ziploc bag and the, that's how you stay organised for, for those, right? Yeah, definitely. Otherwise, if I just put them in the cubbies with the rest of my... Hey, 34 cubbies! I've got 34 <laughs> cubbies! Maybe that number like indirectly like, represents something. It's a magic number. Yeah. If I put them together with the rest of my cubbies, it will get lost. Yeah. In like, you know, I'll use a little bit today, I'll use yeah. a little bit tomorrow. I don't, you know... And then before I know it, I probably won't have enough for my, yeah. you know... Top. But so for your current like thirty four whips, like do you have like a specific way that you organize or keep track of them? Um, I try as much to keep them organized. Mm. I have buckets, so sometimes they're in buckets. Especially if I have notes attached to them, mm. I'll put them in the bucket. So one bucket will have my notes, my stitch markers, the corresponding hooks, right, and the yarn itself. If it's very big, like the cardigan that's like butt length kimono <laughs> cardigan thing, yeah. I will put it in the um uh, another Ziploc baggie. Ah, oh, right. Okay, okay. And so, that's the reason why my living room is filled with Ziploc baggies <laughs> of crochet. Yeah. And then, like, um in this pile also, it's, like, things that I'm not really focused on. So, uh, I've got a granny square blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time I teach a granny square in class, or if I've scrapped yarn that I can make a granny square, I do it. And once I've consolidated enough granny squares, I'm going to add on another row to my... To the already, already existing granny, square, granny yeah. square that I have. Because, okay. you know, gra- granny squares, blankets can grow. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's not... It's not something that's on my mind immediately. If it grows, it grows. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm, you know, it's just that true. I need to match the number of stitches per row. So that yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, correct. If not, it'd be weird, right? Like, just two squares inching up from like somewhere. Or like a corner missing from yeah, somewhere. So, yeah. I, I collect those granny squares because um, it's something that I have to teach often over yeah, and over again. So, correct. it's just startling the amount of granny squares I've collected. And they could be any any design, not yeah. necessarily just the basic one. Yeah, I think that's what makes the granny square blanket at the end of the day, like, interesting, right? Yeah, and so that I have, I have that that's in my sort of it's not really a fix nor frog nor finish it's just like in the background if it happens it happens mm-hmm. you know it's a good way for me to keep you know if and and speaking of if I collect enough swatches in the same size I might do that a, bra- a blanket with all swatches it's a yeah. swatch blanket yeah right and every square so will be a different stitch to be honest yeah I think that it's just I don't know whether I have the mental capacity for that at the moment actually no I mean if I'm gonna do swatches already Uh, are they gonna stay in a pile or should I just put them in a blanket maybe it's a better idea because then you don't have to frog all these swatches yeah that's true and I want to collect swatches right Mm, I want every single stitch I can find on the internet make it to a swatch (laughs) yeah so that's that Um, and I also have you know I have I bought the Burnett blanket yarn Mm -hmm. I intend to make a couple of floor rugs for Mm, it yeah I just haven't decided where I'm going to put this rug mm. and uh, what size. Yeah. Because the size would depend on the location I put it in, yeah, right? Yeah, correct, yeah. So that's also sort of sitting on my shelf. Like on your mind, uh. Yeah, mm. at the back of my mind. And because it's the bulky bonnet, it takes up so much space. Oh, yeah. So if that's I can true. use it up into a project immediately... Then you have more space. <laughs> I have more space yeah, to buy go. more yarn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one last thing is that I... So I crochet handbags that incorporate leather pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hardware, yeah. Yeah, the hardware. So whether it's a leather base or, or leather side panels or a leather handle mm-hmm. or the leather flap, the front flap yep, of the yep, bag. Yep. So these are also 
in my mental whip pile because I know I need to get to them at some point. Right, oh yeah, because you already have the hardware. It's just, I, yeah, it's, it's just the act of putting it together through crochet. Yeah, and deciding what colour I want it to yeah, be. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, understand. And I'm also sort of nervous on starting something because what if I have a customer that comes in with a request last mm. minute and say, you know, I, I want this leather hardware with like grey yarn and like what if I've already done it in pink yarn I'm yeah. not gonna frog it right <laughs> yeah 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 and leather pieces are not expensive and they're, they're very expensive to to, to, to source to, to source yeah. yeah so those are like sort of my mental whips but they're all you know they're all kind of work related so <laughs> you know I just had a visual like uh, image of your brain you know <laughs> just filled with crochet and like it's just split into like okay mental whips current whips and like you yeah, know physical frog- whips yeah. fixed whips front yeah, whips and then finished whips yeah that's it. <laughs> but at least it's organized, you know? At oh, least, fair enough. At least I know... I may not know what I'm going to do with it, mm-hmm. but at a glance, I know if it's one of these things. Fix, frog, finish. Yeah, yeah, that's true. At least you have uh, sort of like a, cate- a system category, that works right? for me. So maybe try this for yourself or to like our beautiful listeners. Mm. If you don't know what you're going to do with the whip, just think, can it be a finished product? Can it be a frog? Or do you just a need to fix, fix it? it? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes like a crochet pouch looks ugly as hell and you think you want to frog it mm-hmm. but all you need maybe is like some flowers. Nice hardware or, or something? Or, yeah, or like hardware or handles or maybe crochet flowers in the same colour yeah, stick over your disgusting part. <laughs> and it's like beautiful already. Yeah, yeah. And like have a basket. So I have a basket. Uh, I got it from Crate and Barrel. It's like over $100 just to store my whips. whips yeah. Um, but it's three tiers. So each tier corresponds with a fixed frog finish. Yeah, and I, I always guess um, you shouldn't be afraid to frog something if you really have to also. Yeah, I received a message uh, on Instagram regarding our one of our previous episodes where someone said that they were so afraid to frog their work yeah. because it's, they've already done so much. But honestly, I think it's more important to frog it if the finished product is going to give you stress. Yeah. If the f- final product is going to give you more anxiety and if you already hate it now, can you imagine putting <laughs> in more man hours into something you hate? Yeah, that's, that's true. I'd rather yeah. you frog it and tell yourself that this is a learning process. It's, you know, there are some losses, but I'd rather you cut your losses yeah. soon. You learn from your mistakes and you, you restart something else yeah. that you can say, look... It brings you more joy, yeah. Yeah, and you know what I do? I bring forward my working hours. <laughs> I, so if if I've done, like, if I've spent, say, like, 10 hours on a cardigan, mm-hmm. and I hate it, and I end up frogging it, okay. and then I spend another 10 hours on the new cardigan, okay. I will claim that I do it for 20 hours. This cardigan oh. cost me 20 hours of my life. Which is kind of true, yeah, it's, right? Yeah, it's true, yeah. Because Correct. your first 10 hours that yeah. you did on the... The, the stupid toad piece yeah yeah it's 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 a learning yeah, experience correct. that has now led to you creating this so don't be afraid to give yourself double the credit okay, if you yeah, have fair to enough. if it makes you feel better about frogging your work so yeah. go forth and frog <laughs> your work yeah there's definitely more benefit in at the end of the day you know yeah and I mean I have this is not to to this is not like an all-inclusive thing. Of course, I have some whips that are like custom orders yeah. uh, from customers, but these are specific products that customers are requesting. I have, you know, things I need to make, whips, like, like small projects I need to do for my Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and because I maintain a crochet Instagram, it's sort of hard to always come up with new new things to ph- photograph. Yeah, yeah. So that's also on my, you know, that also adds to a lot of the frog pile. Yeah. 
um, and custom orders, people who contact me with special requests for things that they want, whether it's like a scarf or a top or a bag or a pouch, you know, all those I have not included into this. Yeah. Into this. Yeah. So the pile is like a lot like bigger than what. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you know it's a bit more difficult when you run a crochet business to like yeah. not have ten million whips going on because this is what you know people pay me for. This is what. I, I, I sell right? yeah, my exactly. experience in crochet my ability to crochet yeah and I feel like that, that sort of excuses me having like 20,000 <laughs> yeah okay yeah fair enough I mean you have to do it for work so I would assume that the normal person will probably have half the number of uh, whips if a normal person with no crochet business has half my whips you have too many whips can do <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at you. You are you are a normal person yeah. running a crochet I'm and you one have whip one girl. whip. <laughs> one whip girl. Yeah. I love that. Right. I'm a poly whip girl. Poly whip girl. <laughs> <laughs> you are mono whip You're girl. You're more like a crazy whip girl, I think. Okay, well, I accept that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so let me include a little fun thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also whips that I'm working on, but it's got nothing to do with crochet. Mm. So... I don't know whether some of you guys know this, but those of you who also follow my personal Instagram know that I paint. Uh, And I do abstract painting, uh, usually in acrylic, sometimes in uh, watercolour. But it's abstract painting and it's huge. And I have rolls and rolls of canvas and I have an equal amount of space dedicated to my paint and my canvas and my paint supplies. So I work on a lot of uh, paintings. And unlike crochet paintings are not something that you can do in one sitting yeah, you sort true. of need to put that you know the first layer down the base layer yeah. and if I'm priming my own canvas I need to put the gesso down yeah. I need to let it dry in between layers and because I'm I produce abstract work I uh-huh. can't sit down and do it in one sitting I need to let the layers dry I walk away I come back you know a couple days later I, and then you work on it again yeah yeah and so I have a couple of paintings going on at the moment okay um, one of which is um a huge piece that I've named like a uh, Tuscany and she oh, yes, was I remember that, yeah. she was completed. Uh, but the more I look at it I think she's not. So I'm gonna uh, I have to go back to the drawing board with this painting. I see. And look at it and decide, you know, what I'm gonna put. There were other paintings like I did an abstract grey and a grey and white textured piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that is done. I've already put down my first coat of uh, the first isolation coat yeah, of varnish yeah. because I seal all my paintings. And now that I, I just need to let it dry for a full twenty four hours before I put on my final yeah. matte top yeah, it's, coat. It's varnish. also quite time consuming, yeah. It is very time consuming, but I need something that is not crochet to enrich my soul. <laughs> yeah, that, different purpose. Not that crochet doesn't, but I can't have my work and my hobby be the same thing. Yeah, yeah, That's fair gonna enough. drive me crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know? agree. So I have a couple of whips uh, regarding the painting. Yeah, I Some guess you can them, call that whips as well. They yeah, are whips, yeah, right? Yeah, they yeah. They're extreme whips because they take so long. And yeah. they're very huge. I think that's the pieces. thing about your art as well. Like, um, you sometimes don't know whether you're actually done or not. You could, like, yeah, for example, the, the grey or the uh, white one you were telling yeah, me yeah, about yeah, yeah. We, you were telling me for a long time that it wasn't done and then, and then one day, day you just said I think it's done yeah I just looked yeah. at it one day and go you know what it's done it's done I'm yeah, gonna I was like, call it's it done. <laughs> yeah I ran to the living room to tell Mel I said guess what you know that grey and white painting as of this moment it's unnamed this painting doesn't have a name yet so it's like grey and white untitled um, I've been staring at it for so long like months yeah, thinking yeah. that I need to do something with it and it's just 
you know, because it's abstract, you don't really know what it needs. The painting has to tell you what it needs. I know that sounds very kooky, but the mm. painting needs to indicate to you where where it wants to be balanced, you right. know? Okay. And where it needs colour. Okay. And where it needs colour removed. So I was staring at it and, and it just occurred to me. If I am struggling to add colour to it, if I'm struggling to decide what to do to it, maybe it's maybe it's because it doesn't need it mm, and it's done. Yeah, okay. So that that is the piece that's currently waiting to be varnished mm. before I can put it up online to sell or whatever. Yeah. Um I've got a couple pieces that I need to to frog. <laughs> oh I know in painting it doesn't apply, but I need to gesso over it and basically turn it back into a blank canvas because oh, I... Oh, start all over again? Yeah, because oh. I really hate the work that I've done. Ah, I see. And it's, you know, it, there are so many similarities to crochet when it comes to my painting. Your painting as well, because yeah. Because if I don't like something in crochet, I frog it. Yeah. If I don't like a painting, I can just gesso over it. Yeah. And gesso yeah. is basically the, the white substance that you prime. It's acrylic medium with calcium carbonate and, and, yeah. and titanium white paint. And basically it just becomes a blank canvas all over yeah, again. Yeah, you prime that canvas with it. So, I'm just going to reprime my canvas and cover over the existing painting and start over again okay, because okay. I hate it. And, <laughs> and as the artist, I'm able to say that I want to do that. Yeah, and that's yeah. very similar to my crochet as well. I guess yeah. that's why, you know, you, you asked earlier whether I feel pain, I feel like sad yeah, or something. Yeah. I, I don't because I know that it's just part of the learning curve. Yeah, and, and I guess it's your own work. So yeah, you yeah, know right. like, your feeling behind your this your creation, right? Yeah, and every piece, I sort of have an emotion attached yeah. to it. And unless I'm back in that emotional state, I cannot continue that painting cohesively. I can't yeah. make a cohesive painting. Uh, yeah, which also goes back to your art form, in, you know, in, in doing crochet. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so, if I'm making a cardigan because I'm it's like a rainy day and, you know, I'm working with a particular stitch, I'm very highly aware that my emotional and mental state affects the way I crochet. Yeah. So if I'm very stressed that day, I produce very tight stitches. Yeah, we did talk about this before. We did, yeah. yeah. In a previous podcast. Yeah, and so I've, I'm very mindful that if I'm going to continue this project, I will not continue it if I'm not feeling very relaxed mm. today. Mm. Especially if I start up this cardigan yeah. when I'm, you know, have a cup of like hot cocoa yeah. or coffee and I'm very yeah. relaxed and I need to be back in that state. To, yeah. to crochet that cardigan again. Yeah, exactly. I was reading up about whips as well and uh, I think that's the reason why many people have multiple whips. You know, it gives them different purpose. Wow, well, yeah, know? that's yeah. a good way to I mean, it. there was one girl that was saying that she drives so sometimes uh, she has like a whip project in her car. Oh, she's you know, waiting or, for or kids whatever. Or yeah, yeah, you know, she, so yeah, then she has like different whips for like different purpose. Uh. Yeah, and that's, that's, yeah, that's a really good way. I never, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. But, yeah, so projects that I need to churn out, I can do it anytime because I know that I'm in the mental state where it's just go, go, go. And, yeah, you know, I, exactly. In that state, you get things done very quickly. Mm. But the more personal projects, the things that I want to, you know, really care for and, and love and, yeah. you know, like nurture to life and let it grow, I, I cannot <laughs> do it in a rush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's why you need a, like maybe a different kind of whip for I need a that. whip for every mood, every season, yeah. <laughs> every, you know, every... You have 34 different moods. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay got I it do, and I, I only do. have one. Oh my god what does that say about me it says that you are a consistent person that I can depend on okay Aww. that's what it says about you awesome so yeah th- that's my whips fix frog or finish I know this episode is a little bit longer longer a little than bit, just we a little usually bit. do but I really wanted to give you guys a more rounded idea of what we are actually looking at and um, you know 
because we run a business yeah. and in fact with any business whether it's crochet or not you're just constantly surrounded by whips there are always so many yeah. things to do and whips may not be a physical project it could be like a, you know like an online something digital that you need to create yeah. or finish and like working on our website currently on this rebrand has also sort of reminded me that I will never not have whips yeah, it's just true. a matter of learning to you know, balance that out and not really go overboard to sort of self-regulate a little bit. Yeah, and kind of pace yourself, uh, understanding the kind of stages that you need to go through. Yeah, and don't feel rushed that you Mm. need to finish a project quickly. Sometimes the best projects are the ones that you take 10 years to complete. And I know it sounds cheesy as heck, (laughs) but it's it's true, you know, the projects that I love, I love the most are the ones that I took my time with it. I really thought about it. There is no one section of the, you know, the cardigan I look at that I I don't remember my thought process okay, yeah, yeah. and I appreciate the decisions I made back then hmm. and I feel the, the I feel the results of my patience now that I'm using it every day yeah. and you know I, I get reminded of all the frustration I face with it and yeah. it just makes me appreciate, appreciate it even it more, more. Yeah. yeah so I I really I really enjoy that process hmm. of being a polywhip girl <laughs> so share with me you mm. guys all your current whips and you know like your forever whips and the whips that you feel like you take forever to yeah. do you know? or even those that you don't complete that's why yeah and the ones that you frock to or yeah. the ones that you frock and then regret it I'm sure that I have many don't even get me started on that but share with me your current whips you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Crooked Crochet SG send us your questions also there or you can text us on WhatsApp or uh, our number at 9127-2743. Or email us. Uh, we are at crookedcrochetsg at gmail.com. Send us your questions, send us your requests, and I would love to get to them because my favourite you know, episodes to do are the ones where you ask me questions. Yeah. So I really feel like I'm having a conversation with yeah, you guys. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So check back every Sunday. New episodes release every 12 noon. And Singapore we'll time. You. Oh yeah, Singapore. I keep forgetting that we have international <laughs> yeah, listeners. Yeah, I love our international listeners. Hello, Thank you. Hello guys. Thank you for joining us. And okay, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.